Marion. Hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the sixth day of October 2021. She's a Wednesday. My name is Nick, and there's why there's Big J right over there. Yeah, hey. Also, today, your birthday. Yeah, it sure is. Happy birthday. Thanks, man. Here's your present. Oh, you're gonna give it? Oh, okay. Yeah, why wait till the end of the show? That was that's a good you idea. Me wait the entire time. I love the bag. I think it's yeah, great. It's just, uh, this is a DVD. Yeah. <laughs> you. It's uh, not a DVD. It's not. It's a video game. Thank you very much. Yeah, you Madden 22. You do know that I was putting up a fight, so I do appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, now you don't have to fight. It's free. It's, it doesn't cost anything. <laughs> I will. I know for a fact that I will play that tonight. Uh, thank you very yeah, much, man. Uh, you did not have to spend that much money on me, especially. Uh, I shoplifted it. Oh, good. Then uh, I don't feel bad about it at all. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, well, it's the least I could do. Yep. Uh, it's not, but I, I certainly do. I mean, you couldn't have gotten me anything, and that would have been the least you could have done do. more. You're uh, right. No, 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 no. <laughs> you said the least. I should have gotten you some lottery tickets. <laughs> no. Uh, please, uh, buy those lottery tickets for yourself. How was your Tuesday, Big J? Uh, it was okay. Yeah? Not yeah. bad? It was a home run? Knock it out of the park? It was not a home run. Oh, okay. There we'll talk some... about that in a later segment here this morning. Wonderful. Uh, I treated, uh, went out with a friend and watched uh, Shang-Chi, Big J, so now I'm officially ahead of oh. you in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Damn, how was it? It was good. It was good. I, I do recommend it. Listen, you, you're going to have to see it. I'll, tell, I'll put it that way. You're going to have to see it if you want any idea as to what is coming up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You cannot, I don't think you can miss this movie. So you can't skip this and then watch Eternals. That's what I, like, I mean, you could, you could, if you really wanted to, or like on the fence, not watch Black Widow and not be any further, because it's such a prequel, you know, but this is clearly setting up the next phase. I got you. Yes. You're going to have to at least check it out. Not that you were like not even thinking about it. I'm just saying. But it was very good, well choreographed, interesting story. I don't know much about the comic book, so it was new to me, and uh, and it was fun. So I enjoyed it. And you're a big Aquafina fan, right? I love Aquafina. Then you were going to be happy. She's in the movie a lot more than I thought she was going to be. Cool. Uh, and she's very good in it, too. So uh, that's not your only movie review you're going to get today. Big J, watch The Resort on Hulu. Uh, that's coming up here in a few minutes. We also have to do some send nudes, some important stuff, and all sorts of stuff this hour. But... We'll get started with some music. Rage Against the Machine, killing in the name of here on the morning after on the X Rocks. Important stuff. What's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the advocates, injury attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Big J, did you hear about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers football player, the Super Bowl champion that's investing in real estate in the Treasure Valley? No. If you had to guess what member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is buying houses or at least putting together some developments here in the Treasure Valley. God, I hope it's Rob Gronkowski. It is not Rob Gronkowski. No. Defensive player. Oh. uh, Shaq Barrett. Who? Shaq Barrett. No, not Shaq Barrett. Uh, Nickdomican Sue. Of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Get out of here! Yeah. <laughs> Ankle stepper. <laughs> a development company. Well, he's from Portland, so. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly why. Uh, from, uh, He lives in Portland in the offseason, and he has decided to basically invest in a property management company and development company out there called HMS Development. Uh, and they have purchased about a $5.8 million investment in Boise, Idaho. And they are looking to put together some developments out here. Uh, Dom Kinsu is also somebody who studied construction management back at the University of Nebraska. 
and he's been active in the Young Black Professionals Workplace Housing Initiative there in Portland, and now he's aiming to bring some of that here, uh, some affordable housing to the city of Boise, which is pretty kind of cool. So hopefully that all works out. Don't know where exactly the management company is going to be located, but it is nice that they're bringing some development stuff around these parts. You were happy if you were a Red Sox fan last night, man. They ended up picking up the win against the New York Yankees in the AL wildcard game, eliminating the Yankees from the postseason. 6-2 to two the final scores. Xander Bogertz and Kyle Schwarber uh, ended up taking homers off of Garrett Cole, who was taken out in the third inning. And a couple of Former Yankee pitchers ended up starting the game and then closing the door for the Boston Red Sox on their former team. So that's it. NL wild card tonight, Dodgers and the Cardinals at Dodger Stadium. That should be fun. Adam Rainwhite will start for the Cardinals. Max Scherzer will take them out for the Dodgers. Winner will play the Giants in the next round. And Big J, I'm sorry. Because there's going to be a Game of Thrones prequel called House of the Dragon. HBO Max has released a teaser trailer for it. The show is set 200 years before Game of Thrones and kind of follows the Targaryen house and the Targaryen civil war that became known as the Dance of the Dragons, and that's what they're going to end up putting it together. Have you come around, or are you still not interested whatsoever? I I haven't watched the the trailer yet, so if it gets me excited, maybe. Yeah. Uh, We'll see. If you didn't know it was out there, you can't be that excited about it. No, I knew it was there. Oh, but you were motivated enough to look? No. I rest my case. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the first hour of the show. There's your send new song of the day, ex-show veterans Waylon. That is Reno here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Yesterday... Right around this time, Big J selected a movie on Hulu called The Resort. It's all about people sorting packages at the USPS, no, no, right? No, 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 The Resort. Oh, okay. What's this one about then? Uh, well, listen, it's a, it's a movie about a resort that has been abandoned on this small island in Hawaii. Uh, the reason is haunting, Nick. Yeah, listen, man. Haunted resorts. What are you going to do? Yeah, when you, when you build your resort on the land of uh, the natives who live there and battled there, you're going to have all kinds of weird stuff happen. So don't do it. Tales old as time. Listen, the best thing about this movie is it's 75 minutes. <laughs> the worst thing about this movie is it's 75 minutes. <laughs> like, of just pure, oh, God, what is, why did I do this? You know, technology is great. It's been great. It's helped a lot of filmmakers. But it's also done something where a lot of people have wasted their lives trying to be a filmmaker. Uh-huh. That's the case with all these people. Okay. Uh, the director, writer, Actors, actresses, I mean, all of them should quit. It's all bad. And go do something else. <laughs> um, you know, it's Is it just... so bad it's good, like it's funny to no, watch? No, okay. it's not. It's right. cringeworthy. Oh, no, not like not in a like, ah, oh, hey, this is so bad. Like, And that's the fun about horror movies, really, when you get down to it. Uh, you know, because now we can look back on like Elm Street, you know, those sort of movies and laugh and have a great time. But, you know, there was a seriousness to making those movies, and this there just isn't. It's bad, you know, there's bad special effects in this movie. There's really bad writing and and just different, you know, vehicles, and and, and not vehicles like driving, but, I mean, and and ways to get uh, to one plot to another, and, you know, bad time cuts and things like that. It's just, it's just really, really bad, and that's the one drawback you have with, I think, some of all the, um, the money that's being thrown around on these uh, 
streaming platforms is because you get a lot of garbage out there that normally would never get made. And this is one of those cases. The story's not great. The actors are terrible. And it's just, uh, it's just not good. And if you get through this movie, I don't know who you are. Like, uh, <laughs> you must be doing this for some radio segment or maybe a podcast or something because that's the only way you're going to watch this whole thing. What is the half-faced girl? The half-faced girl is just a terrible ghost. Okay, so it is an actual haunting uh, yeah, of ghosts. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And and it's uh, you know it, it's also got a plot twist at the end uh, that is dumb, and you can kind of see coming along. And it's one that's just getting real tired out. All right. Uh, so let me guess, you do not approve the resort? No, no. And if you watch this and make it all the way through, let's never talk. Okay. All right. I geez. wish I could have just quit. I mean, there might have been people that you know watch these along with you. No, I hope your feelings are hurt. All right. If, if you watch this, because I, I know there's a couple people, loyal listeners, uh -huh. who, listen, you have the right. If you know that this is going bad, you can stop the movie. You don't have to do the whole thing. I do collect a paycheck to do this. You don't have to go through the suffering right. like I do. It's part of the, the trope here. One of the more scathing reviews of a streaming dumbass movie we've ever had. Ten minutes in, Nick. I wanted to quit. Is it the worst one you've ever seen? On this particular segment? It's pretty close. What was the other one? Nazis at the center of the earth? Yeah, but that was so bad that it was... That was one of those... It was so bad that it was like, you know, everybody should see it. <laughs> this just one's just bad. Know, yeah, it's just bad. All right. Avoid the resort on Hulu. That's the advice from Big J. You're with Nick and Big J. Important stuff, as always, brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Big J, I, I know a lot about your wife, but I don't think I know her core temperature. I know you run hot. Does she tend to run hot, or is she always no. colder than you are? We are the... We, you know, it just depends on the circumstances. Like, she'll be outside with the sun beating down, but the temperature's only, like, 72 degrees, and she'll like, got so hot out. And I'm like, you remember that when you're in the house, and it's 72 degrees, and you're like, it's freezing in here. So it's hard to tell on her temperature thing, but um, yeah, she she obviously is the opposite of me, and, and everything's cold. So uh, at night she's freezing and you're comfortable, or she's yeah. got a bunch of blankets yeah. on you and you. Okay. Perfect example. Give you a little antidote here is that uh, we have a fan, you know, a ceiling fan in our room that also has a light on it. It's got a remote, Nick. And so oftentimes, uh, you know, that'll be usually be on my side, and I'll have the fan speed set at a certain degree. Yes. Well, I handed over controls of the of the remote a couple days ago by accident because I fell asleep, uh, and the light was on, and she was still reading, and so I'm like, here, take it. Well, now the fan is at the single slow speed, and I wake up in the middle of the night sweating. <laughs> All right. So, well, uh, there could be at least some sort of genetic explanation. It's not like a big J slash your wife issue. It is a man v. woman issue. And it just seems that males run a little bit hotter than females do. And females tend to be a little bit colder on a particular thing. And they're finding this across species as well. Uh, they found that uh, they, they did a big study on birds, and they're like, wow, females end up leaving and going to warmer climates in order to give birth. And they thought that was an interesting phenomenon. So they decided to expand that research into, you know, humans. They're like, y you know, it's one of those deals where you can see there there's a true difference between men and women when it comes to, you know, uh, who could agree on what with air conditioning. Uh, and so it seems like the couple takes some distance from each other so that the individual can enjoy some peace and quiet sometimes when the temperatures are that far off. 
They also add that human females tend to have much more physical contact with one another compared to human males, which could also account for the phenomenon. So there's that. So there is a lot of commonality between women liking things a little bit warmer than you do inside of your house. So there's that, Big J. You are not alone, I guess is the point. Does that make you feel any better? No. Makes me feel still sweaty at night. Gross. Story rivalry between the Red Sox and the Yankees added a new chapter last night when the Sox ended the Yankees season with a 6-2 win in the AL wildcard game at home in Boston. We got the NL wildcard game tonight, Cardinals v. Dodgers. Who do you like, Big J, in a, uh, I'm sure, season that you haven't watched almost any baseball? Yeah, no, uh, let's go Dodgers. All right. We'll see. They're the defending champions, so there's got to be something good going on there. The Scherzer on the mound tonight, they'll be just fine. We'll see. We shall see. I mean, but then again, the Yankees had Cole. Right. Well, something's got to give. I mean, Rainwright's won, like, the Cardinals have won the last 11 starts that Adam Rainwright has started, and, like, the Dodgers have won, like, the last 15 starts that Max Scherzer started. So it's going to be an interesting matchup today. I did watch, uh, like, two innings last night. Oh, you did? Yeah. Was it the early ones, or was it the later ones? I was like, oh, boy, it looks like the Yankees are in trouble. (laughs) I should have stuck around, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how Boston would have reacted to this sports week had the Red Sox lost to the Yankees last night. That would have been, you know, Tom Brady coming back and beating them in their house. And then losing to the Yankees as well, but they don't have to worry and about no that. And no more Stephen Gilmore. True. Uh, listen, Big J, I'm sorry, but uh, Tom Cruise took an L yesterday, and it was the damn Russians that beat us in the space race yet again. The International Space Station was transformed into a film set on Tuesday when cosmonaut Anton Shlelkov and actor Yula Presson put together film segments for a movie called Challenge. Now, why is this news? It is because in 2020, we and this very show made a pretty big deal about uh, Tom Cruise and Doug Liman teaming up to announce basically that they are going to team up with NASA to film the first ever movie in space. And that's when Russia came in yesterday and said, nope, sorry, we've done that already. And so this isn't the first time the Russians, the Russians beat so, us in the space race. BJ. Listen, and how did we handle that? We kicked ass and we landed on the moon. So Tom Cruise and company, you know what they're going to do? They're going to film a movie on the moon. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that's, that was ever in the plan. It should be. But uh, I'm not sure what they're going to do. Either hey, way, I'm sure they'll go through with whatever plan they were going to. The, listen, the point is they're just not going to be the first ones. It wasn't our plan to, to not be in space first either. So, no, no, we just got beat gotta, to the punch. Yeah, you got to change plans, man. We, uh, of course, we're not in any kind of. Uh, I, I feel like the space race in the '60s is a little bit different than a filming Hollywood <laughs> space race. I just a thought bit it more sounded. Stake. I'm sorry. I just thought the challenge sounded fun. No, it is fun. Now let's see what we do. Uh, of course, uh, they, we've been battling this for decades, and now we'll see. But uh, once again, Russia beats us a little bit when it comes to filming in space. Anyway. <laughs> The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. What a damn world we live in sometimes, Big J, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've got a we're going to hell story that is like an onion, dude. There's so many layers to this that I don't even know what the craziest part of the story is. But it starts with a grandmother and her grandson in Hampshire, England, okay? Hampshire. They are in a little town or a town that's got some pretty cool recreational facilities because they decide, you know what? It's a Thursday night. Let's get bleeping hammered together. You know, grandmother to grandson. Let's just get sloshed. 
It's so weird. They do. That's right. We're already off to a weird yeah, start. Yeah, it's a little weird. Like, I've had a beverage with my grandmother. I don't think I've ever gotten hammered with I've her. had a beverage with your great-grandmother. I know. You've gotten more drunk with my great-grandmother than I ever have. But that's okay. Not my grandma. Correct. You can get drunk with anybody <laughs> else's grandma if you want to. Different. And so they get hammered on a Thursday night. And then they decide, you know what? Not too far away from where we're getting drunk right now, there is a water park. And uh, But then the grandson says, yeah, but Graham, it's like 11 o'clock at night. That water park is closed. And she goes, it ain't closed us, pal. So hammered, they decide to jump the fence and break into this water park, right? They want to do some weird. late nights swimming. So already, grandmother and grandson are, are not like... Do not like where this is going. Breaking and entering, which is off to a bad start. Then they climb up this huge water slide, and they're going to go down this water slide and enjoy their time in the water park that they've broken into illegally. So they go screaming down together this big, deep water slide. Here's what they don't know, Big J. Water parks, to prevent break-ins and to make sure people aren't messing around, they put barriers at the end of the slides so that people can't go in. So now they're rolling full bore down this slide and of course they don't see the barrier because it's pitch black as well and so they just run right into it so what happens they both horribly and grotesquely break both of their legs okay we're talking bones popping out of shins Jesus. we're talking awful awful injuries so right there that should be enough of a we're going to hell story should teach you a lesson not to break into a water like if you're thinking about breaking into roaring springs one night don't do it dude you won't see it you'll crack your legs and that'll be that i have one question too is there water going down the slide i don't know they i don't like, think they so i don't think so going down the slide dry i think so i don't oh. i also think they like they had clothes on or i don't know what's going on but either way they went down this whole side and they both fractured both of their legs that would be enough but now guess what's happening big j because of the world we live in they both are suing the water park. Why? Yeah, it's their fault. The, it's the water park's fault for not being more difficult to break into. They're complaining about the uh, the fence barrier was too easy for them to jump into, which then, of course, they couldn't help breaking into the water park and caused their terrible and awful injury. Oh, man. Uh, they said that they think everybody makes mistakes. Everybody's gotten drunk at some point and made a silly choice, and that's what this was, but... Even if there was uh, properly had security around it, we never would have made this choice. So they want to win money from the water park for not having a better fence and preventing them from breaking in. I don't even know what I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. But I hopefully this lawsuit gets thrown out. But it's crazy to me that we're even talking about it. But again, nothing should surprise me these days. I would love to hear the screams their screams of all their broken bones i mean they've got pictures they're both in wheelchairs now because both of their legs are broken i mean each of them have two broken legs and it does look like it was a lot of fun but then again like that's like a that's what you get kind of territory yeah you know what i mean i mean i want to hear what stupid sounds like <laughs> probably a lot of tears and pain morning after and hopefully not richard that's that's what we got to stop doing is making people like this rich because of the mistakes they make Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. <laughs> Allison Chains and the Rooster here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And I suppose you never really know when you could use a product if you didn't know it existed, but I'm quite frankly surprised this is such a big deal. I'd like to introduce you, Big J, to the Oyeubi sack. 
It is Ooh, a Japanese product. You're a fan of socks, right? I like to wear. <laughs> you ever get you ever get holes in your socks, pal? Nah, yeah. Sure. It happens to the best of us. Doesn't matter how long you've had a sock or how well they're made. Eventually, at some point, you will get a hole in it. And this company has come up with a product that's supposed to help you because they have discovered that about 90% of all holes in your socks start in and around your big toe area. Yeah, I think that seems right. And so what they have created is this Oyabi sack, which is basically a sock that you put over your big toe that's the only thing it's for it's like a cover for your big toe because that's what's really causing the problems with your socks so it will cover it and protect your socks from wear and tear and damage from your big toenail which apparently does the most damage because it is the toughest toenail on your foot big j as if anybody who's cut their toenails will be able to tell you it's a little bit harder to clip through than the other ones you understand harder to chew through as well also true uh, and so they've created it, and you might say to yourself, how big of a problem is it? The answer is, they sell these things out like almost instantaneously the second they put them on the web. Who's putting this on their toe? Uh, I do not know, but apparently it's a bigger problem than you think. Or people that maybe just don't like full-on socks and want to protect it, I don't know. It's I like don't a little know. toe condom. Yeah, pretty much. It's exactly what it is. Uh, although I've made it more of cotton as opposed to a protective rubber shield, but either way... It is interesting that it's a thing that's there and that it exists and that it's so popular they can't keep them on the shelves or online and in stock. So apparently there's a demand for it. Now, I'm a big sock guy, too. All my holes start in, like, the heels, though. That's where I get my holes the first, in the socks. So this wouldn't do me any good whatsoever. So I won't be buying any one of these sacks. But I may... I thought I would bring it to your attention in case you I do. I just buy new socks. So... Oh, instead of an $18 tiny sock for your big toe, yeah. you'd rather spend $11 for 10 pairs of socks? Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, that sounds like a reasonable solution to your problem as well. Sounds like uh, folks at Hanes are like, yeah, we're not worried about these guys. I don't think they should be. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we got your important stuff plus your pop culture smackdown. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Big J, you've become familiar with our old friend Stress over the last couple of years. Agree or disagree? Yeah. Uh, when you feel a little stressed out or maybe more stressed than normal, do you find yourself wanting to avoid other people? Uh, it depends, I guess, on what is causing the stress. But uh, I would say, yeah, I would, sure. I mean, people wouldn't want to be around me anyways. Uh, well, that's not necessarily true. Well, I'm pretty cranky. Uh, yeah, but that comes to pass whether you're stressed out or not. I can certainly see the crankiness going it's, up a notch it's or a, two. It's, yeah, it's a different level. Let's put it that way. Dartmouth researchers found out you're not alone. People who experienced high stress one day likely to have very serious decreases in social interaction the following day and... That behavior could last up to two days later as well. Data showed a correlation between spending more time at home and also decreased levels of movement and social interaction the next day too, but also found the amount of social interaction on a day did not predict the stress the following day. So it doesn't mean just because you're out and about means you're going to get stress the following day. Researchers hope their findings can be used in the future to study stress and social avoidance future, as well as biological stress responses that may be involved in how we just react as humans and chemically to the fact that we are stressed out. And the answer is a lot of us just kind of realize that we need some sort of break. 
And usually that means a break from friends and family. Sometimes that means a break from work. Sometimes it means whatever. But, you know, when we're stressed out, we tend to shut ourselves in. And it's not an uncommon feature, but maybe not one for the best. They're still trying to figure it out. But I could also understand the not wanting to be around anybody when you're freaking out, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Big game between the Red Sox and the Yankees last night ended in a 6-2 Red Sox win, eliminating the Yankees from the playoffs. They'll move on to take on the Tampa Bay Rays starting Thursday night in the AL Division Series. We've got the NL wildcard game tonight. Cardinals, Dodgers. Winner will face the Giants in the NL Division Series, so we'll see who wins it tonight. The Urban Meyer saga continues as Jacksonville Jaguars owner Shad Khan publicly criticized his coach on Tuesday for what he called inexcusable behavior in Ohio over the weekend. Video posted on social media showed a young woman dancing close to Meyer's lap. Let's be honest. I mean, basically, he was getting a lap dance. And then he conducted last weekend, uh, and basically another clip seemed to show him touching the rear end of the woman. So it hasn't been a good couple days for Urban Meyer. He comes off looking super creepy and gross and a liar and all these things that you really want the head of your franchise to be. Right, Big J? Yeah. But they're sticking with him, so I don't know. Well, uh, owner shot Khan uh, put him on. I'm not gonna say probation, but say hey, clean it up. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a, that's a, that's the whole point of the story. Is he put him on blast yesterday and said, yeah, you got to earn our respect. But I mean, like, you know, you're 0-4. He's clearly not getting the job done. He's already lost in the locker room four weeks in. I mean, where do you go from here? You can't fire him too because you paid him so much stupid money to get him to come to your franchise. That it would be, I mean, I know you have money coming out your yin yang, but still, it's a lot of money to fire Urban Meyer you, at this, this point. This is what you get for hiring him in the first place. I, I totally they get agree. what they deserve. I totally Stupid agree. Jacksonville Jaguars. Good news for you, Big J. Sex in the City is going to return in December. HBO Max revealed the date yesterday. Sarah Jessica Parker had a behind the scenes snippet and saying that they are shooting the season as they speak, but the next chapter called Sex in the City or uh, and just like that will be happening in December. So you have that to look forward to, and you can enjoy the next saga without Kim Cattrall in the Sex and the City-verse. So get ready to live, Big J. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 8 o'clock hour. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. All right, fantastic Morning After prize package here for you as we'll get you qualified here to win that uh, Cam Am 570 Outlander four-wheeler brought to you by our friends in Birds of Prey Motorsports, Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Victory Greens, and, of course, the Boise Army Navy store. So uh, we'll get you qualified for that bad boy, which we're giving away on the 18th. And then tickets to Skillet, man. Uh, Coming October 9th, that's uh, just a couple days away, actually. And uh, they're coming with Adelita's Way. Going to be a heck of a show. That's happening at the Rev Center. So you beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown, and you win big this morning. 208-287-1003. If you think you got what it takes in order to take on Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown, we will see. Good morning, The X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Tony. All right, Tony, you're up first. Tony, Adam Savage is a famous Hollywood special effects wizard. He also co-hosts which show on the Discovery Channel? Is it Mythbusters, Top Gear, or American Idol? Uh, Repeat that for me one more time. Adam Savage is a Hollywood special effects wizard. He also co-hosts which show on the Discovery Channel? Mythbusters, Top Gear, or American Idol? Mythbusters. 
Right. Correct. Big J, the Library of Congress is the largest library in America. What city is the Library of Congress in? Uh, let's see. I mean, I'm going to say Washington, D.C. Right. Correct. If I learned anything from National Treasure. Back to you, uh, Tony. Uh, who's the only president to have two presidential libraries? Speaking of libraries, here's a hint. He's the only president that has resigned from the office. Nixon. Nixon. Right. Is correct. He's got a library in Maryland and one in California. Big J, which 2013 sports film depicts the ruthless contention between Formula One rivals James Hunt and Nicky Lauda during the 1976 Formula One motor racing season? Yeah, starring Chris Hemsworth. Correct. Um, it's a Ron Howard joint. Rush. Rush. Right. Is correct. Good job. Uh, Tony, back to you. Uh, what former Saturday Night Live anchor for the news desk now hosts Late Night on NBC that used to be a chair that was held by David Letterman and by Conan O'Brien? Is it Jimmy Fallon? It's not Jimmy Fallon. Wrong. He hosts the Tonight Show, but good guess, Tony. Good run. Hello, the X. Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, we need to know what Saturday Night Live alum that used to run the news desk weekend update over there now hosts late night on NBC, the chair that used to be held by Conan O'Brien and David Letterman. Uh, Conan O'Brien and David Letterman. And he's now the host. Has been for years. Of late night. Um... Can you say that one more time? Saturday Night Live alum that used to host Weekend Update is now the host of Late Night on NBC. It used to be hosted by Conan O'Brien and David Letterman. So you know it's not The Tonight Show. It's the one after Uh, that. Seth Meyers. Seth Meyers. Right. Is correct. Big J. One more time means let me (laughs) look it up. Uh, one half of the comedy duo Tim and Eric This Eric is now putting out a cookbook That you can enjoy And a food photo book Eric Stoltz Eric Stoltz Wrong. I refuse to acknowledge Tim and Eric uh, Former guest of the show as a matter of fact um, That is not correct It's not Eric Stoltz uh, Do you happen to know the answer you win no matter what Um, You said it was Tim and Eric Oh I know that show Good here, what's Eric's last uh-huh. name is really the question. Here, why don't you look it up like you looked up the last answer. Be nice. Wrong. <laughs> uh, fine. It's Eric Wareheim. There's your pop culture Nobody smackdown. Cares about uh, that's not true. Yeah, they've got a pretty strong following. Uh, there is your pop culture smackdown. That will do it for that. We will do some headlines. That's happening next on the X Rock. Time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned superstore. Need a car loan do-over? Get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know the one you hear about all the time on the X. It is right there at your fingertips at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. How the monsters get you. Honeypot and pretty metal, kid. Honeypot. Israeli archaeologists have found a very rare, very ancient toilet in Jerusalem. Dating back more than 2,700 years. Ah, the Holy Grail. Yeah, private bathrooms were pretty much that in the Holy City, authorities said on Tuesday. The Israeli Antiques Authority said the smooth, carved limestone toilet was found in a rectangular cabin that was part of a sprawling mansion overlooking what is now called the Old City. 
It was designed for comfortable sitting with a deep septic tank dug underneath. And, of course, they realized that whoever had this toilet had to be really, really rich. Because, uh, you know, if you were... It used to be an old saying in, in Israel that if you were... If you had a toilet next to your table, you were a rich person. And apparently, this was pretty close to whatever dining room he was in. Animal bones and pottery were also found in the septic tank. Could shed light on the lifestyle and diet of people living at the time, as well as ancient diseases, all sorts of stuff. All of that from a little toilet that was found, Big J. How about that? Damn. Pretty fancy. Had to be miserable, right? Living back then. Nobody had a toilet. You probably just went wherever. Dumping stuff uh, yeah. on the streets. It's confusing, too, because like, maybe you're not sure how it's supposed to work. How a toilet would work? Yeah, just basic human stuff. They had figured out septic tanks at least 3,000 years ago. That's good. Yeah. They knew it probably wasn't good to be around your poops. So that's a solid they thing. still kept it in the kitchen, though. Yeah, it being next to the table is not the best floor design. I will give them that. <laughs> How the monsters get you or pretty metal, kid? Pretty metal, kid. Sometimes kids find the darndest things, and a six-year-old kid was walking with his family in the Dinosaur Hill Nature Preserve in Michigan on September 6th when he found a 12,000-year-old mastodon tooth, bro. Jillian Gagan told William uh, HDTV that I just felt something on my foot. I grabbed it, and it looked kind of like a tooth. His parents allowed him to bring it home, where they realized that it might be a fossil. Then they contacted the University of Michigan, who identified it as the upper right molar of a juvenile mastodon, a species that lived in Michigan about 12,000 years ago. So the family has donated the tooth to the museum, and Julian will be rewarded for his donation with a behind-the-scenes tour this month. Sweet. Then I'll be drinking tears at the end of the tour. Yeah. Rocking out with some mastodon. Hopefully they'll play the uh, the theme for this whole tour. That would be ideal. <laughs> Ramp it up with how the monsters get you, and you can't just leave your feet sticking out. You should know that by now. But police in the UK raided a home in Derbyshire on Monday, and they found a 36-year-old man hiding under a blanket, but what gave it away was his feet were sticking out from the blanket. He's accused of making several robberies, and he was arrested. Police posted the photo of how they found him on Facebook, saying if we find you hiding in a loft, it will run through the garden fences to arrest you. We're not going to look in the cupboard, but we'll recognize you hiding under a blanket. So they had a little bit of fun with it. So yeah, make sure you're all covered up if you're trying to hide. Otherwise, you're not doing a very good job of hiding, in case you're curious. Great. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. There's the latest from Asking Alexandria that is alone again here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. It's time for some hashtag toilet talk. Yeah, podcast, Nick. Uh, they, they help reveal all kinds of weird celebrity things. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, not the biggest celebrity, but uh, you've maybe heard of the singer Megan Trainer. I do not know who Megan Trainer. Uh, I I'm not familiar with her music either, but I do know the name. And uh, she was recently uh, part of a podcast here, and uh, her uh, with her brother uh, Ryan Trainer, and they were talking. And uh, apparently, uh, her and her husband have side by side toilets in the bathroom, and they use them together often, like holding hands. I don't know if they're holding hands, but it reminds me of an SNL skit. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Uh, and I think it had Kevin Nealand in it. And um, I'm not sure remembering who the other person was, but they were like adjoining toilets and they're opposite of each other. And you could look back and look at your significant other. Oh, it's like they were sitting back to back. Yeah, yeah. It was hilarious. But and these seem like they're next to each other, right? Yes. And here's the explanation why. 
Uh, a lot of times in the middle of the night, uh, when we're with the baby, we gotta go to the bathroom at the same time. So I was like, can we please have two toilets next to each other? That's so strange. And while they go together often, number two is limited, though, thankfully. Okay, well then... We have only pooped together twice because it <laughs> smells foul. This just in, poop smells foul. It's a lot of, like, openness I mean, listen, about talking and doing that. It's also such a rich person thing that I can't even begin to, like, relate to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know that house has more than one bathroom that they live in. They have to, right? Yeah. And so, why would you build out another toilet in one bathroom as opposed to, you know, I've got the baby... Or while I hold the baby, why don't you go to the bathroom? And then we can switch spots. I mean, that it really isn't that yeah. hard. But this seems like a solution to a problem that nobody has, nor should they have. But I enjoy some privacy, so I'm a, I'm a closed-door, going-to-the-bathroom kind of guy anyway. Even when nobody's home but me, I still close the door just out of sheer habit. So uh, I don't know if it's anything else. I, I guess that's a little bit weird, but I don't go to the bathroom with the door open. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't mind that so much. Um, and, and we have, you know, we don't have a, a huge house, right? We do have two bathrooms, and then every now and then, uh, one of the kids, you know, the youngest, she'll, she'll come in and use our bathroom, and she'll close the door and lock it. That bothers you? I'm like, what am I gonna do? Oh. I'm gonna rush you in the Again, bathroom. I think it's just a habit. I don't think I'm she's like, doing it on purpose. I know, but it's just still pretty, pretty weird and more weird that you know she's coming to use our bathroom. Well, I mean, if the other one's taken, I guess it's just yeah. Doing sometimes it it's not, and she just doesn't. I just doesn't want other people hearing what's going on. <laughs> Would prefer to do that in our end. No. Like, I like shy I bladders yeah. are understandable. Like, do you like? Uh, does the wife come in and do stuff while you're on the toilet, or vice versa? Like, do you, like, brush your teeth or get ready for it? No. Okay. It depends yeah. on the situation, but no, no, generally not. Right, exactly. When somebody's in the bathroom, that's their time, right? I mean, it's just common courtesy, yeah. I feel like. Yes. Especially if you have multiple bathrooms in the house. That also seems weird to me. But, uh, listen, I'm not knocking anybody for being open and comfortable enough to pull that off. It's just, it doesn't seem like it's something that I need to see, nor do I want to see. It's weird. Or should anybody want to see me doing that? Nobody should want to see me mid-loaf. That's weird. Morning after with Any Nick loaf. and Big J. There's your hashtag toilet talk or hashtag trainer toilet talk, I guess, technically. We are going to do some bad impressions. That's next on the X-Rock. Morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And a great prize here. We have tickets to a show happening uh, Sunday, October 10th. That's at the Knitting Factory and a fantastic lineup, man. Dead Poet Society, Teenage Wrist, and Bad Flower coming to a headlining gig here at the Knitting Factory. Very exciting. I'm trying very, very long to get Bad Flower back to the Treasure Valley so that you can see how much they've grown and how amazing they are live. And you'll have a chance on Sunday if you can figure out bad impressions. 208-287-1003 is the number. Big J's got three clues all revolving around a celebrity. If you can figure out who that celebrity is in three clues or less, you're going to go check out Bad Flower coming up on Sunday. I say good luck to everybody. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Oh, hi. What's up, man? What's your name? Uh, this is Allison. All right, Allison, you're up first. Good luck. Hard to believe that playing Dr. Ross on ER led to me winning two Oscars. Okay, next one. I once starred as Batman in the movie Batman and Robin. Oh, uh, man. Uh, next one. No more Oceans movies, I promise. Oh, yeah, I was Danny Ocean. 
George Clooney. Yeah, dude. Good job. Way to put it all together. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those bad flower tickets. Enjoy the show on us. Why is George Clooney in the news? Well, hey, they're, you know, I think they're pretty much wrapped up on The Flash, and we heard, you know, Michael Keaton making a return uh, as uh, Batman in there when. George Clooney, in an interview with Variety, had been asked about uh, about his, the possibility of his Batman being in this movie, and he said, "No, they did not ask him to reprise his version of Batman." And uh, his response was, "I really don't blame them." "Quote: They didn't ask me. <clears throat> when you destroy a franchise the way I did, usually they look the other way when Flash comes by." Uh, I he's very apologetic about his turn as it Batman. It wasn't his fault. That's it, what I'm saying. It's not your fault, fault George. Uh, you 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 didn't even have a chance to be Batman, and it sucks. And he even goes further. He's like, you know, he he won't let his wife watch the movie. <laughs> She's never seen there it. There are certain films I just go. I want my wife to have some respect for me. <laughs> Listen, I don't so blame him. I suppose. He's dug in deep on that, but yeah. uh, you know that piece of garbage that. You'd have to. We were just having a discussion about, uh, you know, if you had uh, somebody offered you a thousand dollars to uh, to have dinner with and you hated them. Would you I, do I mean, uh, five hundred bucks is is what you'd have to pay me to watch that movie again. Well, wow, yeah, that's, that's it crazy. is. It, it nearly ruined movies uh, in the DC universe for me. But forever. to be fair, again, I mean, and this isn't Val Kilmer's fault either. But Batman Forever was a mess too. It Long was all before, Joe Schumacher, yeah. and uh, they were terrible movies. And it just uh, it set the whole idea of superhero movies back a long time. It took it too campy and made it too comic-y and it, it just didn't it didn't play and it didn't work. But it wasn't George Clooney's fault. Uh, it really wasn't. But yes, they are they are terrible, terrible movies. And, and it's too bad they didn't ask him because it'd be cool to see George Clooney get a chance to reprise that role just for a brief moment, even to give him like some sort of. Uh, I, I gets a good feeling about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It feels that bad. The Flash is lighthearted enough where they could even have fun with it if they wanted. Yeah. To. But uh, I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to keep it pretty serious. Maybe even just him waking up from a nightmare hearing <laughs> Mr. Freeze, you know? <laughs> yeah, a really bad f- pun from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Wakes him out, and he wakes him up in a cold sweat. <laughs> Morning it's a after. cold sweat. <laughs> Perfect. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Wrapping up the show here next on the X-Rocks. That is Fozzie, that is Sane, and that is wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J for this Wednesday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. Big J got me a PS5 game for my birthday. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, man. Appreciate it, and you and your entire family. Thank you very much for that. Uh, We also found out that he wants you to avoid a movie called The Resort at all costs on Hulu. It's a terrible film. Yeah, and if you get through the whole movie, avoid me. Yeah, Big J doesn't like you if you watch it. Uh, That's a weird uh, staple, but it is certainly part of the... Yeah, everybody's got to have standards, bro. (laughs) The the bar that he has set. Uh, We also got some toilet talk out of Big J. Find out he likes a little bit of privacy in his, uh, his bathroom, and that's cool with me. I like that as well. And we also had a chance to remind you, never, ever break into a water park. Because that's not the only thing that's going to be broken once it's all said and done. What? Both your legs could be broken as well. They barrier those slides, bro, and drain those pools. Big J, that leaves you with the floor. Uh, no, I'm just going to say happy birthday to you again all over and to make sure that everybody uh, says happy birthday to you t- today. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. It's you, an honor and privilege to still be on this little rock with you. So. You, uh, you really deserve the day off, though you don't have it. No, it's okay. I got one on Friday. I'm good. 
Uh, next set of X-Rock brought to you by Idaho Central Credit Union. Stop by their new branch. New now open on Eustick in Milwaukee. Become a new member with checking at Idaho Central and get $150 plus. Enter to win a chance. Enter for a chance to win a new Can-Am Maverick Trail as well. See you tomorrow. Jason Drew's coming in here next. You guys have a good one. See X-Rocks.